Shows are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Welcome to the Adventures in Tech Podcast. Talking the latest tips and trends in educational technology to innovate and engage your students. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Dan. That's right, we are back and it is a Sunday edition of the Adventures in Tech Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew. And I'm the other host, Dan. And we are live up at Nice Skate's annual conference 2022. The theme is called Convening, and it's good to be back. And you can hear the hustle and bustle a little bit in the background, and we made it. Everybody was like, you're never going to make it. They're Too much snow. The conference. Seven there's, feet of snow in Buffalo. 77 inches of snow up there. I'm like, we need a history lesson, folks. We need a history lesson. We are further east, <laughs> okay? We are not in Buffalo, uh, but it would be fun. You know, maybe not. I don't want to shovel right now. It's cold here. It is cold. It is cold. But that's Rochester. Yeah. So we were able to to drive up, no problems, uh, yesterday from the Hudson Valley. So we are we're very fortunate in that regard. Uh, and we are back, and the annual conference is back. The exhibit floor opened up just about a about an hour and a half ago, give or take. Uh, the first sessions of uh, Sunday, I should say, have already been completed, and the exhibition floor is really starting to gain traction because there's no sessions going on for people right now so we are excited that everybody's coming in and having a good time yes hello yes. there hello from the distance mr keely we will hey. say hello to you thank you very much mr <laughs> keely i know that man yeah so <laughs> and you're hearing these other voices right right but we're going to introduce them because before we can even we got to have dinner with these folks last night and we had the meat sweats and uh joe who's sitting across from me could totally but it was a it was well worth the sweat of the meats <laughs> Right? Absolutely. We had a good time. So we are here. We are, and actually, Adventures in Tech is sponsored by Bloom Technologies. Team Bloom. We are Team Bloom. Bloom, B L U U M dot com for all of your educational needs. We are at the Bloom booth this year. We uh, have a huge presence. We are excited to be here. We are here with Margaret and Joe from Bloom, and we're going to have a, we're going to talk about Bloom because it's, it, we can talk about how it's transformed over the years too as well. But we are excited to be here with you guys. We had a great time hanging out with you guys last night. Welcome to the welcome, show. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Thanks thank for having you. us. Yeah, we had a great time last night. Awesome. Yeah, a lot of good laughs. Oh, a lot yeah. of good laughs. Definitely. So, all right, let's talk Bloom, right? Because we know we're going to be talking with a bunch of different folks. We're going to talk about the new technologies. We're going to talk about cybersecurity. We have some special guests who may be able to offer some class tech tips, right, without giving not giving away too much information a little bit later on. We're going to talk about uh, new line boards and display uh, technologies. Talk to us about Bloom. Give us an overview of what Bloom is. So Bloom is all-encompassing in the EdTech sector. Our, our main goal really is to try and provide a one-stop shop for a lot of our customers. We've really grown as a company as we've acquired quite a few and amalgamated and rebranded, and so with all of that, our goal is to make your guys' lives as easy as possible. And efficient, I love it. Yes. It's gotta efficient, efficient and easy. Easy, low cost, zero headaches, or as many, uh, many headache avoidals as possible, but yeah, our, our main goal is to really simplify your lives. You guys have got enough on your plates, as it is with regards to everything you do inside of your doors, with the students and the faculty, and so we're your third arm. We, we want to try and help you guys out as much as possible with our robust product catalog and try and meet and fit all of your needs and alleviate any and all problems that you guys have. Right. Yeah, exactly, Joe. That was awesomely said. I mean, the big thing is, is the reason why we, 
you know, amalgamated with so many other companies, Troxell, um, and t uh, Attorney, and CDI, we became one big family. Uh, the big conceptual is to have an amazing way to look at uh, education, um, and right from the ground up, whether it's a Chromebook, what does that entail? Does it look like, what kind of warranties? Everything else. But every school is different. Every district is different. And I think the big thing about Bloom is we want to listen to you. You drive us. So where is it that you need to be? Is it cybersecurity? Is it uh, you're looking at new platforms? Is it you want to change your servers and you're not really sure how to go? Is it networking? Um, so there's so many ways that you can talk to a Bloom rep and or uh, any of our consultative uh, professional development group so that we can really give you options. You know, it's not just this is what it is or else. We want to make sure that you have a full platform of solutions. Um, so we're here to listen. Love you to stop by the booth for sure. Yeah, so uh, when we talk about the booth, you know, obviously we're here. What else are we show showcasing and highlighting at the show over the next three days? So I think we've got a, a big primary focus on cyber governance. Okay. There's uh, a lot of issues surrounding insurance and liability that schools have to deal with. And we've got a great program in place with a specialist, Dr. Andrea Tejador, who can help to strategize a good means to lower that, that risk factor. Right. And that in turn lowers your liability and effectively amounts to you guys paying less for insurance because it's become surprisingly and maybe not surprisingly a, a really big issue and in an schools. expense like right. quite the expense mm -hmm. yeah there's been a, a crazy surge of cyber attacks going on with schools yeah um for some reason these individuals these groups are targeting you guys maybe they think you're an easy target um so what we're trying to do is help mitigate that as much as possible we've got a, a lot of great solutions specialists that work with you guys to try and find a really good solution right Right. Yeah, and I think, I mean, at some point we will get uh, Andre on mm -hmm. to talk, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the nuts and bolts of it, you know, so to speak, so we can talk about it. Because it is such an issue with cybersecurity and with New York State specifically with EdLaw2D and protecting uh, privacy, uh, data privacy for all these students, especially those, I mean, for everybody, but really under the age of 13, that information gets out. You're right. I don't know why they're targeting, but you're right. It's probably because it's like you have an easy bullseye on your back. How, how yeah. often are these kids looking at their email and making sure that it's two-factor authenticated or whatever we're going to put into place as a exactly. security blanket? They may not be doing that. So we do have to evolve and figure out the ways to make sure that data and student privacy is at the forefront of education. And, and why we, it's good here. I mean, our, our target audience is generally teachers, um, but I think it's good to have these conversations about cybersecurity and everything that we're doing in schools so teachers can be aware of, of their role in the whole thing in you know, helping students with digital literacy and making sure that they're making wise choices as well. So I think it goes hand in hand. Right, yeah, so... For sure. Talking cybersecurity, I know over here on the left we have uh, someone from Surgically Clean Air, right? Which yep. was a big, big push last year, you know? Uh, I'm not trying to make light of the pandemic, but we are definitely on the other side, let's just say, uh, you know, because we don't know what's going to happen in the wintertime. But Surgically Clean Air was a big push last year at uh, being able to come back in person where the Jade uh, purifying system was actually in every single room last year. I mean, how many units did you guys have here last year? We had 
20 or 30. 20 yeah. or 30, yeah. Every ballroom, every presentation room, they were everywhere. And we actually had, uh, a, I forgot which episode it is, but if you look back uh, in the show notes about a year ago, we had a nice talk with Kelly from Surgically Clean Air, and she was able to give a great overview and about the product. I'll make sure I put that link in the show notes. Thanks, Dan. That was a great story with Always Kelly. got my back. The, the big thing about um, especially Surgically Clean Air and the Yes, we all have our, our units within the school that have the circulation of the air and everything else. Um, but what they do is really center in on that classroom. So it's not just, you know, it's going to take the particles and everything within that classroom. So there's two different ways to look at airflow. There's the airflow within the school. We all have our HVAC and all that kind of stuff. But then there's also the way that surgically clean air can um, we can we have demos that we can show you how it really does change the airflow and the teachers are happier the great thing is and I know they're like what, what does it matter if it's loud or quiet it matters because a teacher needs to teach their class sure so with this unit you do not hear it it does what it needs to do um, thank gosh the you know we're over that hump as you said in regards to the pandemic but there's still a valuable to to having clean air within oh. this mm-hmm. it's less you know flus less colds all thousand those kind percent of so it's still worth something to look at even the you know the u.s is really looking at that strongly the government there's a big uh, conference on it, I think, just recently. Yeah, there was a big White House committee that was put together. They yeah. had a big special put on with a bunch of specialists and professionals in their fields, and they came in and they spoke about air changes and how important it is. And effectively, what they discovered was that a lot of buildings, when they were built 20, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, their main goal was just HVAC. Right. Just ensure that dust is not yeah. getting in. Right? It still block, gets in, too. Block, block out that honest. dust. Oh, yeah. The dust, Layered on thick. The dust is everywhere. <laughs> But ultimately, that goal is to protect equipment right. and to protect the HVAC machine itself. What Surgically Clean Air is doing is protecting the individual. And there's been a ton of scientific studies that have come out that have shown the absolute benefit of reducing particulate sizes, filtering those out, including viruses, and their effect on students' and teachers' well-being, their their psychological well-being, and just in general being able to stay healthy and more focused in class. Well, and, and that's the key, right? If the kids are there, then you're not worried about missed instruction, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you're filtering out all of the sicknesses, and let's, it's just a Petri dish at the elementary level because they're not, they're not covering their mouth. <laughs> you know, people know that both uh, Dan and I have kindergarten students. I have three kids in elementary school, but the kindergartners are the worst. Like, let's oh, be yeah. honest. Oh, yeah, it just I don't know if like all spitting over. in each other's mouths all day. <laughs> I wouldn't happening. put it past that. Uh, but I have a six-year-old, and I like I think I've gotten sick three times in the last month. Every just time I a think of it, minor bout of something. Every time I think of it, I, you know, the image of kids in school, especially the younger ones, I feel like it's, it's Buddy the Elf chewing the gum, right? Yeah. In the movie Elf, he's yes. just picking all the yeah. gum yeah. off oh the bottom of the subway. It's the most disgusting things you can imagine. <laughs> These kids—they don't know any better. You can't blame them. Fair enough. But, but then right. they bring it home to the parents. And right. We right. have to deal with it. And obviously, so do their peers, so do the teachers. Right, so. it spreads. I but mean, just even the anxiety level that gets released from knowing that the air is clear, knowing that it, the teachers feel different. So let's, let's, they were champions, right? Yeah. In mm-hmm. the pandemic, man, did they have to face stuff? That was scary. Oh, thousand percent. So, like, yeah. to have They're something to, to give them that security blanket back, to know that they're safe. Yeah. And the kids are safe. That's the main goal. That mental well-being right there is huge. All right. So we do have Surgically Clean Air. 
We will be talking cybersecurity. What else is going on yeah, over here? I, I saw Makey Makey over here. I saw here. a lot of ed tech yeah. at your booth. Yes. A lot of ed tech. So, what so else do you want to talk talking a little about? bit about the ed yeah, tech we, you have we've here? We've got a lot of great STEM programs that we're showcasing in real time here yeah. at the booth. So, if you can make it, please come and stop by if you're in the area. Otherwise, there's a ton of information available on our website. But ultimately, what we want to do is show teachers that we have a lot of solutions for their, their needs, for their in school age appropriate. So for whatever you're looking for, if it's K to three, we've got it. K to six, we've got it. Six to nine, we've got it. So all over the board, great, well-rounded solutions that are proven too, and they're easy to use. And that's the most important part. A lot of times we're finding that teachers will get some of this new technology in the doors and it looks great and it's shiny and the, yeah. the box looks fantastic. Wow, what a box. <laughs> but then you put it out there, you don't know what to do with it, mm -hmm. right? So that's kind of in conjunction with another service that we offer, which is our professional development. 100%. So our goal is to ensure that when you guys purchase something from us, it doesn't just sit on a shelf. We're finding too often that's what's been happening. Mm. So we want to be able to support and ensure that you guys fully utilize the products that we put in your classrooms. Otherwise, what's the point? Why are you buying them if you're not going to use them? All right. So, just going to be looking at the box. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you know, the thing is, is that our professional developments at Bloom, most of them are teachers. So, so we speak your language. We understand, you know, okay, I had this thing in front of me. How do I use an interactive display? Well, book a time with Bloom and we're going to show you how to use it. Right. Uh, Class VR, another <laughs> amazing product. We have a specialist on that as well that can really talk to the teachers. And so we speak your language. And I think that's the key. Don't just put something in front of them. We, you know, I talk to my buddies, the district technology coordinators, and they do not want that shelf happening. We want the teachers yeah, to be no. utilizing the tools right. to help the students. So we're definitely here for that as well. Yeah. yeah, and listen, there's a ton of teachers that will that will fully embrace a new project. Sure. And, mm -hmm. we'll, and we'll just go nuts and figure it all out. But unfortunately, a lot of them are just so strapped for time. That's They've correct. got to build lessons, right, ensure that everything's being followed. And now it's just, it's just an, an extra annoyance, almost call it, to have to relearn a whole new product set. So that's where we're here to try and mitigate that as much as play, possible. Right? Yeah. 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 And the simplifying it for teachers is what we really want to do because, exactly. like you said, they have so much on their plate. And from there, that is how we can use these technologies as we move forward in uh, just what's good teaching, what's good pedagogy, how do you instruct the students using all of the products and services that you guys, you know, that you guys offer. From the cybersecurity standpoint, that's gonna be higher than the teachers, but knowing that the instructional technology directors, coordinators, assistant superintendents, and so forth, as long as they have that area covered, it's going to also alleviate the stress on teachers mm -hmm. because they won't be worrying about passwords and hacking and all these things. So uh, that's great. It's great. And, you know, I, I mean, we have benefited from the support. I mean, we, we started using the Class VR. Um, yeah. People know who've listened to us before. We heard us talk about it. But is it ready for prime time? And through some support <laughs> and learning, it is yeah. ready for prime time. It's Absolutely. become uh, part of the tools that we use to engage students and allow them to explore and create and create original projects um, and putting it into the VR format. It's actually a really cool tool. And the students know the ecosystem of VR. They are yes. just... They're immersed in it. So uh, there is a, um, a fear, right, of a lot of teachers and educators in the sense like they don't want the students to know more than, than them. But they do, and it's okay. Kind of at three they do. Yeah, my well. niece, she, she took my phone, she downloaded an app, and she was playing a video game within, like, minutes. I'm like, what happened? My, my 
my uh, niece was like, well, that's just what it is. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. They, they have that, they that, have that knowledge, the background knowledge. Yeah. It's because it's all they've known. You yes. know, they see us using our phones and our devices and that learning curve. They're sponges. They're just picking it up so much quickly, uh, quicker. And, you know, our students are so exposed to, to content creators with everything they do, whether it be YouTube or, or TikTok or um, so being able to have students create original things and using, you know, these cutting edge tools like VR, it's really engaging. I mean, we were just utilizing VR for a, a, an AP environmental science class. We took some drones to the Hudson River while they were doing a study and Andrew crashed one. But, um, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Blame it on Andrew. See how I, I had to fit that, that in. Story I went. knew that was coming. Uh, that was coming. Um, oh, but, you know, it's nice that we can get that footage and then allow students to manipulate and create and demonstrate understandings and then also share that with the community because then they'll share what they've created with the uh, with the parks department and so forth. Right. It's a, it's a big sharing environment. So we've collected that footage. Parks Department has it. Now we are reaching many more students beyond the walls of just our buildings in our district and our boundaries. So now it, those images and everything can be used in other districts that are studying content that is similar to what we already collected. So Class VR, yep, big fan. So we can talk about Class VR. Yep. Um, we we kind of said a little bit about it, but we are excited. Who's going to be presenting some sessions on the other side of us over here? For Class VR? No, just in general. Oh, we've got Class uh, Tech Tips. What's her yeah. name? So we've got Kaylee. Okay. Kaylee Fink. She's going to be putting on a presentation on her interactive boards. Awesome. On her so clever touch boards, which are phenomenal tools in the classrooms. And we're seeing a wide and, uh, yeah, I guess it's a really wide adoption rate okay. when it comes to these boards. It's, it's the tipping points coming now where a lot of schools are now switching to the interactive panels over their projectors and even yeah. interactive yes. projectors. Uh, the costs have come way down. And it's, a, it's really a lot more affordable. Right. And just the interactivity amongst the staff and students is paramount. Great. You're getting kids up and involved from K to three and, and older as well. They, you know, you can lower the board to their level. Sure. Get them to play around with it. There's games. They can, you know, so work on it's literally on a problem. slider? Is yeah, that what it is? Yeah. Wow. We can, you, can get, uh, you can get electronic lifts on them that drop them down. Mechanical as well. But there's a variety of ways to engage students in all age groups with these panels. And Kaylee's going to put on a phenomenal uh, phenomenal show, really, just showcasing all of the, look forward the, to that. the, the benefits yeah. and positives that, that her particular board brings to light. Right. It's, it's nice to you know, hear something about the interactive panels because you know, it just keep, it, they're so simple. Yeah. They're so simple and so functional that it really you know, takes a lot of prep time. You know, it takes a... The teachers don't have to prep so much in order to display and annotate and curate and do all their information from the board. I remember going way back with the first first interactive displays, and you had to create in specific software in order to display right, it exactly. and manipulate it. Now these these interactive panels, you plug it in, you touch it, and you can you go. It's yeah, it's a lot great. a lot are software agnostic yes, as well, which is meaning they're working across the board. And you, like you like you said, it's it's a huge advantage. To not worry about whether my lesson plan from, let's say, a Promethean board right. is going to work on my new line board. Yeah. And, and when we look at ways of delivering instruction, everything is really web-based now with the content that's being delivered in the prep. So the boards make it that much easier. Yeah. I wanted to add as well, like Mary Lacken is an author, and she'll be presenting at our booth around noon today. And um, she's read 
she's written a few different blogs and books and tips for class uh, tech tips. So she's going to be doing a presentation. So please come to her booth at noonish so uh, you can listen to her speak. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that'll definitely work. And then I know uh, what uh, Dr. Monica Burns, right? Right, Monica yes. Burns. Monica yep. Burns will be here from Class Tech Tips. She's going to be offering a bunch of different sessions, right? So uh, that'll be uh, great to make sure you come in, and we hope to get Monica on as well. I think Andrea said we could get her on to, to discuss some things uh, that Monica's been up to and, and what she's really, you know, uh, innovating with her practices and her teachings now. So we will have Monica Burns on at some point, uh, whether it be today or tomorrow, I'm not sure. So, um, but that's great. Perfect. Nonetheless, a wealth of knowledge to be well. learned. <laughs> right. And that's kind of what NiceGate is, right? Yeah. You know, there's there's so many things going on in the world of technology. I mean, I know we convene once a year here up in Rochester uh, for four days or whichever. And the vendors, you guys, everything that's here, it really gives educators an overview of kind of like a Cliff Notes version saying, hey, here's what's improved since last year because not everybody right. has the time like you said they're so strapped for time to be able to research every single interactive panel and then researching them it's different when you're able to actually touch and use the device so it makes a big difference so that's what's great here uh, and then of course the learning sessions with everybody so all right very good anything else Dan no I think that's been great it's so exciting to be able to kick it off right here um, for those of you we, we, you might actually be able to see us at some point with this interview. Yeah, we're, Art's working on we're, that. We're trying something new. Yeah. Um, we're live streaming. Art, where are we live streaming to? We're currently live streaming to our Wampinger's uh, stream. Okay. We just have the thing unlisted right now, but we'll get it out. We'll definitely get it out. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes. We can link it. We can share that. We can tweet the link out. We can do that, right? Well, hello to Wappinger's live stream. Yeah, yeah. there you go. So we, we'll make sure I, they check it out. I'm wondering if someone has accidentally come across, like, what is going on right yeah, now? Yeah, they got, you know, the, that subscribe button. Wait, what? Sunday morning at 1030? What? It's not a school day. What's going on? Yeah, we, we really meant to stream last night at the Brazilian Steakhouse, yeah. but we, we forgot. <laughs> you guys forgot all your tools. That's true. Oh. I, didn't, I don't know if there would have been enough room on the table because you had to take your, you know, your, your chompers to get your, your meat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. you may not have had enough time, but that was great. We appreciate that. Obviously, a couple keynotes coming up today. Uh, tonight's the awards ceremony and the banquet here at, uh, at NiceGate. Uh, and then tomorrow, a uh, full day of activities again. Exhibition floors open. Monday night football. Lots of good stuff going on uh, tomorrow. And then we also have uh, Tuesdays when we wrap up, right? So Tuesday, the convention floor is open to like 11, I think, right? 11, yeah. 12. Yeah. Um, you know, and then everybody starts to wrap up yeah. as we all head home for uh, the holiday. So school Turkey shuts day. down. Turkey day. Yes. That's it. More football. Turkey and football. Turkey and football. That's it, Margaret. <laughs> all right. You ask for anything better. No, no. You're, you know what? You really can't. Right? I mean, it's the time of the year. It's the only thing that keeps me going because it's the cold weather, you know? <laughs> and the tryptophan from the turkey will knock me out, and Dan will still get up at 2 in the morning, and, and he will run. And, run and go for a run. Miles. Listen, <laughs> how crazy is it that our Canadian friends already know you're the ultra marathoner, crazy runner? They already know. They already know. They already know. We had so, the introduction last night, and we were very impressed. You it should be. You shouldn't be say. impressed. Ask him how many miles he ran today. I text him at like 7, and I'm like, Dan. How many steps you got in? 30,000? Going for 20 miles this morning. I'm no. going to say 16. 10. 10, 10 miles. 10 miles. It was pretty cold and windy. It was a little windy. It's 
cold out. You just have to run faster. That's, That's how it, it works, Run right? faster. Run faster. <laughs> Good grief. So, uh, all right. So we do have stickers out at the booth. Please feel free to come by and get a sticker. Come talk to Margaret and Joe and see all of the demonstrations and everything they have uh, going here on at the Nice Gate Convention with the Bloom booth. Any other final thoughts, Dan? Um, just thank you for allowing us to be here with you. Yes, and thousand percent. Thank you, like, Dan. Really, I really. It. We're sitting it's an here honor. in the middle of the exhibition floor. Everyone's walking around us. There's a buzz. There's an excitement. Um, I think later on, with all the learning activities going on here and all the sessions and everyone here, it's just going to be a time just to sit back, soak it in, and get inspired to to bring new things to the students uh, that we work with. That's it. Sounds Absolutely. good. Thank, so thank you. No, thank you. So uh, thank everybody for your support and listening on all the platforms, leaving us those reviews. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, please reach out. Tech hard, uh, work smart, live in adventure. Find Andrew on all socials at A Nicola Tech and Dan at WCSD Tech DR.